Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I am very excited uh, to be with you today uh, as we begin a brand new season. It's hard to believe, but this is season five of Weathering the Storm on the Scattered Abroad Network. I appreciate so much all of the encouragement, all of the prayers, uh, all this, the, the kind words that you've given me and all the hosts on the network uh, as we've been able to uh, bring out several episodes uh, and, and cover a lot of different content, biblical content uh, that will hopefully help you as you go through this life. This podcast in particular, if you're a new listener, first of all, I appreciate so much you tuning in and, and subscribing. But this podcast is designed for those who are battling difficult times, hence the name Weathering the Storm. Uh, We all face storms in life, and so sometimes we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond. And so adversity uh, can be your friend or can be your foe. And so how we we respond to the different trials and storms of life can can really make or break uh, who we're going to be. And so I do hope and pray that this podcast, this episode, this season, really the entirety of this this podcast, uh, number one, will bring glory to God, but also help all those who listen to better be equipped to weather the storms of life. My name is Drew Suttles, and again, I'm extremely grateful, very blessed by God to be able to do this podcast, extremely grateful for the Scattered Abroad Network and the fact that we can put out content every day of the week. We can uh, reach people all over the world. And so thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a listener. And again, I do hope and pray that this is helpful uh, with your walk with the Lord. I mentioned in our very last episode, the season finale uh, of season four, that in this season we would be looking at one of the most complex individuals in all of Scripture. And that, of course, is the man by the name of Peter. And so this entire season is going to be dedicated to the life of Peter. And we've entitled this season, Weathering the Storm with Peter. And so by using the pages of inspiration, we're going to look through the life of Peter as we look to the gospel accounts, uh, the two epistles that Peter penned. And we're going to look at all the content within this. And we're going to think about how Peter lived. What kind of challenges did he face? What storms did he face? How did he respond? Was it always positive? Was it always negative? Uh, what can we learn from those times when it was good or when it was bad? And so of all the people in Scripture, in my estimation, Peter is the one that, that we can relate to the most. I, I know that I can. You know, some have said they can relate to David. Uh, some can say, you know, they can relate to, uh, you know, a, maybe a prophet, an Old Testament prophet like Elijah or Elisha or someone like that. But to me, it's Peter. As somebody who, you know, was was bold and confident at times and other times was very, very unsure. And so there's the up and the down that you see with the life of Peter. And I thought this would be uh, really helpful, hopefully, looking at his life and then maybe looking at our lives, a reflection to say, am I like Peter in this sense? Am I doing what he did? Am I able to respond to adversity the way that he did? Am I better for it? Am I worse for it? So again, navigating through the life of Peter, I'm excited for this journey, and I'm excited to be able to do it with you. And again, I'm extremely grateful for all of the listeners 
Thank you for tuning in. In this season, we're going to be recording 21 episodes total. The first 11 of these episodes, we're going to do these uh, solo. I'm going to do these on my own, trying to set the stage for what we're going to do. And then the latter half of the season, I'm going to be recording with my good friend, my brother Jonathan Jenkins. Brother Jonathan and I go way back uh, to the warehouse in North Georgia. We worked there together, and we began studying our Bible together. He and his wife, Heather, obeyed the gospel in June of 2016. And after that, uh, I, I left North Georgia to attend the Memphis School of Preaching. And a year later, Jonathan and his family came, and we got to go to preaching school together for a year. And it's come full circle because now we are working together in South Georgia. Uh, he's just a skip and a hop from about 15 minutes, 20 minutes down the road. And so Jonathan has agreed to come in and to be a guest host this season. And so he and I are going to be diving into the life of Peter as well and and trying to share with, with all of you some application uh, that we have tried to make to our lives. And, and again, hopefully that'll be helpful uh, for you. So again, the first few episodes, first half of this season, really, uh, I'm going to be diving in this with you and kind of setting the stage for the life of Peter. And then Jonathan and I will get into more specific things and look at some practical application. Uh, so again, just really excited, really excited for this season. I'm going to take this first episode to ask the question, why? Why are we doing this study? Why the life of Peter? And I mentioned to you that for me personally, you know, Peter is somebody that I can relate to. And maybe you're listening and say, no, I've never thought about that. Or maybe you're listening and say, you know, I've thought the same thing. Uh, Peter and I are, you know, a lot alike in a lot of different ways. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you look at the final products of Peter, he was a faithful disciple of Jesus. And in the final analysis, isn't that what it's all about? You know, it's, we're not going to be perfect. Peter certainly wasn't perfect, and, and we aren't either. But it teaches us that it's not about perfection. It's about how you weather the storm. It's about how you handle those bumps in the road, how you respond to the adversity, and how your faith can actually grow and be stronger because of that. And you can be who God would want you to be. So excited for this study, excited to think about the life of Peter. And with this introductory episode to season five, let's talk about the man, Peter. Peter was the son of Jonah. Matthew 16, 15, and he was the brother of Andrew, John chapter 1, verses 40 through 42. That holds a special place in my heart because I was named after this disciple, Andrew, and there were other Andrews in the family lineage, but I appreciate my parents uh, giving me that name. Now, the name Andrew means manly, and you can carry a spiritual application with Andrew in the Bible, a man, a, a, a man of, of God, a man of God. So, when you think of Andrew and what he did there in John chapter 1, if we're not careful, we might gloss over it, but he learned about the Messiah, and he went and told his brother Peter. You know, if it wasn't for Andrew doing that, we would never read about Peter. So that's significant when you think about Peter, again, being the son of Jonah and the brother of Andrew. He lived at Bethsaida, John 1, 44-45. He also lived at Capernaum. Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 15. You may remember that Capernaum was kind of a headquarters for Jesus in his earthly ministry. Peter's name was changed by Jesus. His name was Simon, Simon Peter. 
and he changed it to Cephas. And the name Peter, Petros, means a stone. We read about this in Matthew 16, 18. Remember, Jesus said, I'm going to build my church, and not even death itself. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. But he asked his disciples, said, Who do men say that I am? And they said, John the Baptist or Elijah, one of the prophets. He said, But who do you say that I am? And Peter, kind of the spokesman for the group, if you will, Peter's the one who said, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. It's interesting the play on words between Petros and Petra. You have the idea of a pebble, and then you have the idea of a boulder. <laughs> you know, Jesus standing there in Caesarea Philippi, surrounded by these massive structures and this huge rock structure. He said, upon this rock. He wasn't talking about that physical rock. He wasn't talking about building his church on Peter, as some have erroneously suggested, but rather on the bedrock of truth that Peter relayed. You are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said, on this rock, on this bedrock of truth, I will build, I will establish my church. And so Peter, very important there when you think about the name that Jesus gave him and called him by. And really, his name was changed for Peter's benefit to help him see what he could be. In John chapter 21, verses 15 through 19, you may recall that Jesus has this conversation with Peter. Peter, of course, denied Jesus. But then you have later when Jesus is resurrected, he comes back and he asked Peter three times, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And when the, after the third time, he said, when you are converted, I want you to strengthen the brethren. It was almost like telling Peter, I know you denied me, but I'm going to give you an opportunity now to live for me. I'm going to give you an opportunity to feed my sheep, feed my lambs, as Jesus would say. So very important when you think about who Peter was at that time and who he turned out to be, the way that he was able to grow in his spiritual life. Peter was very human. <laughs> and when I say that, what, what I mean is he had a lot of just human tendencies, the things that he did. You think, of, you think about Peter who wanted to walk on water. And, you know, man, we, we try to do things that, that are beyond the ordinary, and people try to go to great lengths to do things. Well, Peter was human. He wanted to walk on water. He wanted to, he wanted to see if he could do it. He saw Jesus doing it, but what happened was he took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink. Matthew 14, 29 through 31. There's a very human response, isn't it? He starts to walk and then the humanity kicks in. He says, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be doing this. What about gravity? I'm going to fall. And so instead of keeping his eyes fixed on Jesus, he took his eyes off. He was the first to assert his faith. Matthew 16, 16, John 6, 68. Again, Peter's the one who spoke up for the group. You are the Christ. You are the Son of God. In John's account there in John 6, he says, You are the Christ, the Son of God. You're the one who come into the world. You have the words of eternal life. Where else should we go? As we mentioned, Peter denied the Lord. Luke 22, 31-34, 54-60. He told people that he didn't know who Jesus was. And just a few verses before that, he told Jesus he was ready to die for him. 
But after he denied him, Peter wept bitterly, again showing that human emotion. Luke twenty two sixty one through 62. And Peter was very impulsive. John eighteen ten he cut off the ear of Malchus, you may recall, there in the garden. Very impulsive. And again, very human. Peter was a married man. We read about this, Mark chapter 1, 29 through 31, 1 Corinthians 9, 5. Uh, I often joke with people and say, listen, he had a mother-in-law, and it's hard to do that if you're not married. <laughs> so, so Peter was married. He was a fisherman by trade, John 1, 41, Luke 5, 1 through 11. He was a disciple, Matthew 10, 2 through 4. And he was an apostle of Jesus Christ, Acts 1, 12, 13, 15, 21 through 22, 1 Corinthians 15, 4 through 5. He was chosen to be one of the inner three, along with James and John, Matthew 17, 1 through 5. Peter was a gospel preacher, Acts 2, Acts 3, Acts 4, Acts 10. And Peter was an elder in the Lord's church, 1 Peter 5, 1 through 4. He was not formally educated, Acts 4, 13. And he was not the Pope, Acts 8, 14, Acts 10, 26. You know, one of the, the strongest arguments against this idea that he was the, the Pope of Rome is in Acts chapter 10, as we mentioned there in verse 26, when, when Cornelius came and bowed down to him, and Peter said, Rise up, I'm also just a man. And yet we see folks today who will travel great lengths and, and bow down and, and kiss the hand and things of that nature with the Pope. Listen, Peter said, I, I'm just a man. I, I'm not deity. I, I, don't, I don't receive worship. So that's very telling. And, of course, the fact that he was a married man would go against this idea of the, the Roman papacy. Peter was one who overcame his struggles and became a faithful servant of the Lord. He preached the first gospel sermon on Pentecost Day, Acts two fourteen and following. And when he preached the gospel, he had great boldness, Acts four fourteen through 20. Peter is also the one who opened the door of faith to the Gentiles, Acts chapter 10. So what an honor to open up the door to the Jews and to the Gentiles. And when you think about the gospel, Romans 1.16, that is the scope. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. And so Jesus died for all people. Hebrews 2.9, John 3.16, 1 John 2.1 and 2. And Peter had the privilege and the responsibility of going to preach the gospel and opening up that door. And so Peter, is, again, just by some of this introductory material, we can stop and, and say this was somebody who had a lot of ups and downs. But in the final analysis, he was a faithful servant of God. And that should be my goal and your goal. Yes, we're going to go through trials. We're going to go through peaks. We're going to go through valleys. But when all the dust settles, all the smoke is clear, where will we be? Spiritually, when you think about Peter and the change that was made, and I want, I'd like to close our episode with this. What was it that changed Peter so he could be a productive worker for Jesus? The first thing that, that jumps to my mind is that he saw the resurrected Lord. That solidified his faith. You, you think about Peter, and you think about the things that he went through and how he denied Jesus and how hurt he was. And he went out and he wept bitterly. This was somebody he loved. He followed him for these three years. He, he left everything to follow Jesus. And then he finds that he denied him. And then his, his 
his Lord, his master, died on the cross. I can imagine those three days were very dark for Peter. But when he saw the resurrected Lord, Luke 24, 34, 1 Peter 3, 3 and 4, that was something that changed him. You know, you and I today know we weren't there to see Jesus walk the earth. No, we weren't there to see him resurrected. But we have more than enough evidence in Scripture, more than enough to believe that he is the risen Lord, that he did live a perfect life, that he did walk this earth, that he did die on the cross, that he did rise the third day. John 20, 30, and 31, more than enough evidence. And that should change us. The second thing was that he saw Jesus ascend into heaven, Acts 1, 10 through 11. Now think about Peter gazing up into heaven and looking up and thinking, there's my master, there's my Lord. I denied him, but he showed compassion to me and he has entrusted me to go forward and to be a servant, to be a leader, to be a, a gospel preacher to be someone who can reflect the light and love of Jesus to others. And that was what motivated him to be productive. But then finally, he became the rock that Jesus knew he could be, and he fed Jesus' sheep. John 21, 1 Peter chapter 5. So again, as we work through this study, as we go through this journey, and we start with Peter and, and how he starts and how he appears in, in the biblical narrative, how he appears in the gospel accounts, to what he turned out to be. I hope that this can be an encouragement to all of us that where you are right now is not where you're going to finish. It's up to us if we're going to be closer to God or if we're going to drift farther away, if we're going to be stronger or if we're going to be weaker. And it is my prayer that this season will help all of us grow in our faith and be who God would have us to be. I'll close with this quote from Brother Bobby Liddell. Brother Liddell, I was one of my teachers, one of my instructors at the Memphis School of Preaching, and I was privileged to study the books of First and Second Peter under him. And after the introduction to First Peter, he said this, and I want to include it here in this episode. Peter is a portrait of a man who faced his problems, addressed them, and was better for it. When you and I weather the storms of life, that's the same approach we need to have. Let's face the storm. Let's address the issue, and let's be better. Let's be stronger and be able to move forward and help others get through their storms as well. I thank you so much for listening today. Again, I'm extremely excited about this season. I'm looking forward to diving into the life of Peter. And I do hope and pray that this episode, this, this season, this journey will help you as you strive to weather the storm. Thank you so much, and may God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.